About seven years ago, the Museum of Modern Art began collaborating with the Rio de Janeiro International Film Festival on an annual program meant to bring never-before-seen Brazilian cinema to New York City. At the center of this large effort, which gathers dozens of actors, writers, directors and producers, is Yuta Jansen, the curator of the Department of Film at MoMA. Yuta is here with me today, and we'll have a quick chat about her experience co-curating this series with Ilda Santiago. Premier Brazil 2009 runs until August 3rd. More information can be found at www.moma.org. First of all, I'm actually curious to know about how you met Ilda and then how this idea for the series started. Did you approach her? or? Uh, no, actually what happened was that uh, we have, uh, at, at uh, the film department at moment, we have really a very long love affair with the Brazilian cinema. It didn't just start with Premier Brazil just seven years ago. Uh, already in the late 60s, when the um, directors of the movement uh, Cinema Novo came with uh, the barely dry films under their arms, uh, they screened it for the first uh, screened works for the first time from that movement outside of Brazil at MoMA, oh, and we have some of those works. So in the late 90s, I think it was the late 90s, I um, had investigated throughout the 90s. I was interested, very interested in the Cinema Novo, but I was al always in also interested in and what happened after. Uh, because um, then there was a big gap where you didn't really hear anything about Brazilian cinema for a while. And then it started slowly again in the, the late 90s. So I did a very large series. Uh, sort of looking back both at Cinema Novo and how important it was for Brazilian filmmaking and for Brazilian art films and for um, the movement of uh, modern art in Brazil uh, altogether, but also uh, calling it uh, Cinema Novo and beyond. We both went, went a little bit before uh, Cinema Novo, what happened in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Right. Not much, but some things happened. Right. And yes, for instance, the beautiful Mora uh, film that we have uh, this year, The Discovery of Brazil, is an unusual film and a very beautiful film from the late 30s. Uh, but uh, and especially what happened after and that was how I got interested in what's happening now in Brazilian filmmaking because what we discovered with that series was that actually a lot of things happened beyond Cinema Novo um, they weren't really so much influenced in aesthetics it was almost like they wanted to react against it more uh, because mm -hmm. uh, Cinema Novo was more, uh, I think a lot of the young directors working felt there was more of an art movement and it didn't get out to people as much as they would like their work to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a, a bit more of, um, yes, it influenced them in the way that they had to react <laughs> against it right. uh, or uh, towards it. Right. Uh, and um, there was a whole different aesthetic coming up, uh, more of a... Um, uh, a popular cinema which actually is being watched also in Brazil and then there's this a little bit more um, artistic um, um, movement which is being shown in this sidebar at the Rio International Film Festival the more sort of accomplished the more um, the, the, the films the, re uh, the films of the year that sort of also makes an effort to have the form correspond to what they want to say. Uh, and it's called Premier Brazil, and 
that's where we take a lot of our um, films from. But we also ask for other films that's been made either after or before. But I also forgot to um, tell you that uh, for Premier Brazil, uh, for Cinema Novo and beyond, I think it, it uh, 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 we're here in MoMA either in 96 or 98. Uh, Ilda came for the opening because she was really interested uh, in seeing what is that again at the Museum of Modern Art they're doing with Brazilian films. And that's how we got to talk and that's how eventually we developed this um, series together. And I guess my question is also, are the two of you committed to offering a representational um, sample of what's being done in Brazil? Or is this also, or both maybe, like uh, a selection of what's best, what you think is more interesting or, or more diverse in Brazilian cinema? Because I'm assuming that not every film gets to be in this uh, Brazilian cinema. We don't produce a lot of films, but it's, you know, I think 40, 50 a year. So. Actually, this year was 76, which 76. is a lot. That's yeah. great. That is a lot. Uh, and no, I don't even see all of them. I and see. I doubt that Ilda does. But right, right. Uh, we, uh, she certainly sees a very large selection. And then she, she knows what we would show at MoMA. Um, she doesn't uh, show me uh, In Your Body too or whatever that incredibly right. 6.8 million Brazilians right, you know a wonderful and, and very enjoyable film but it's just not something that we um, would select to, to present here also right. it's not necessary because that film does get out to a public anyway Correct. what we are interested in showing is films that are accomplished uh, both in um, in a sense of in the sense of subject matter and form, mm -hmm. uh, and films that wouldn't necessarily get out to a general public otherwise. Right. We do uh, uh, present what we feel is the best films, the best and brightest films. Mm -hmm. um, however, I think that uh, we also. I mean, I I know I do look a little bit of to represent different genres. Uh, to represent uh, things that are by established director films that are uh, by established directors as well as discovering new talented directors because we love to do both right. it's so nice to see a Bruno Barreto coming back with the film uh, to uh, premiere Brazil or we have shown his films in many um, situations in MoMA or uh, many programs but um, it's great to present him but it's as great to uh, find a new filmmaker like Mateus um, Sousa with uh, uh, That's It. Right. I mean, a new sp a talented filmmaker bursting of energy. Right. <laughs> it's great. It's a, and also, like, a small budget, right? He made a film at his school with uh, his Absolutely. colleagues. Absolutely. And I think that's the kind of cinema that would never come to the U.S. if it exactly. wasn't for MoMA to show uh, it. And, uh, I, I, uh, which is sad. Because right. I think actually this is a film that could open and have really a nice, uh, youthful um, audience. I think you could do something with this film. Right. And that's also something that we are hoping that we can, you know, present uh, things and, and surprise people with how they play with the public. This was incredibly public, uh, uh, popular when he played uh, with the MoMA uh, public. Uh, and uh, Matthias was actually very impressed because he said, uh, the, some of the older people came out to him and, and really loved the film and asked, how can we tell our friends to see that? So it's, I shouldn't say it's only for a youthful party. Right. It's for everybody. And this could actually do very well. We are hoping that some distributors, I mean, it's, it's a very hard world out there. I understand that. 
but that also that other cinematics or the cities will look at the program and they do and they say oh so how did this go and how did that go and maybe they can have a little bit of a tour right these films could be booked in other cities yes, because of exactly. this yeah that's a great chance do you see do you see some trends in this year's selection not maybe aesthetic trends but okay. uh, uh, trends about um, how uh, music and uh, um, music and literature and poetry informs all parts of uh, the culture of Brazil. Okay. Uh, in sense, in the sense that also, for instance, a film like Mourinho, uh, which is these kids from a, a favela who themselves came up with this idea that inst uh, for them not to get into taking drugs and getting into all this violence that, as you said, um, Brazilian films are often being criticized for showing too much of, um, that they would start an art project. They didn't think of it as an art project, but they thought of it as, as something that could occupy their time and where they could get interested and get caught up so they wouldn't get into all the other horrible things that can happen when you live in a favela. And this um, project, uh, which took place over many years, it was several kids that uh, started it, we were joined by other kids, some people left the project, some other people came out, and it ended up being at the Venice Biennial two years ago, and That's being great. one of the really hot artworks and really great artworks. So the filmmakers have followed this. I th um, so that's how it's art therapy, but it's a kind of you know art therapy that comes deep down from some artistic impulse that these kids obviously knew they had to lash onto uh, and uh, that, that could help them. And I think that this is a very important thing in many of the films this year, uh, that art can... Um, help you in so many ways or, or uh, give you such a wonderful satisfaction in your life and the way that you live your life um, that it, uh, but also showing that it is part of a, a part of everybody's life because right. it is in popular music it is in uh, the music that everybody goes and jives to in the streets of uh, uh, mm -hmm. Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo or the smallest cities and culture is very much something uh, that everybody has access to because it is um, it, it is distributed in Brazil by all these popular means, right. and that uh, I think is such a positive thing. It is uh, uh, that I'm very glad that we didn't choose them for this. Mm -hmm. But there's so many films in this uh, uh, year selection that deal with that, and that is great because then we don't have to show. Uh, that there's only the the violence, which is also there, right. but there's also ways of of getting out of it and and uh, of uh, making it into art. That's true. You're also showing this. You're doing a retrospective of Eduardo Coutinho's work. Uh, he's probably the most famous documentary filmmaker in Brazil right now. I think this is the most comprehensive retrospective of his work in the U.S. I don't know if uh, they, they I think was, it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I've, I've admired uh, Coutinho's work for many, many years, and I think that he's actually one of the most important um, documentary filmmakers uh, internationally also. Oh, okay. I think he mm. really, I mean, the way he not only uh, works uh, with the, uh, his subject matter and really gets around to many, many things, 
but also the way that he works with the documentary form and really has developed that from 1964, one of his earliest films we're we, we showing here 20 years later which is 1964, and then he comes back to it in 1984. And that's also uh, a very inventive way of, of, of dealing with the subject matter. His, his, um, his main subject died, uh, was killed uh, in, a, in, a, in a riot, in a, in a strike situation, and he comes back and uh, talks to the widow, and uh, then, uh, oh, excuse me, in 1964, then they have to uh, uh, shut uh, down the produ uh, production of the film. Uh, he comes back 20 years later, still uh, during the uh, dictatorship, and makes this film investigating what happened then, but also just as much talking about the uh, political situation at the moment. It's a very politically engaged and, and, and um, adventurous, and, and um, uh, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's a film that took a lot of courage to, to do both from the subject, uh, both for the subject matter, but also formally. And it has meant a lot to uh, uh, people in Brazil, but also has influenced uh, the way people do documentaries uh, throughout the world. Mm -hmm. And right now, uh, um, Coutinho is so sophisticated, the, the, the way he deals with the, with the people, the way he gets them to open up. I met him for the first time, he's, he's here for the retrospective, and he's, I mean, this delightful man. Uh, and I, now I know how he can get people to, you know, invite you into their lives uh, because he, he really makes you want to tell him everything because he himself is so open and, and, and wonderful. But he also works a lot formally and recently for the past few years uh, with Joko de Sena playing and Moscow, the film that we are doing the world premiere, okay. um, he's uh, investigating a lot into... Um, what are the gray area between reality and uh, fiction uh, and performance? Uh, he's not, you know, trying to see uh, what's the difference be between a um, reality show and television, which is not a reality show. We all know that. Right. Uh, that would be too easy. But, you know, if you have two uh, cameras set up uh, and you cut between them, if you even have a camera, do people perform or are they themselves? Right. You know, this whole, and, and this is very, very subtle, but the way he sort of um, explains this within the films is really challenging and, and, and so brilliant. He's a real innovator and uh, doesn't stop being curious both about the culture and the people of his country, uh, but also about form, the, the uh, form of documentary itself. It's really inspiring. Uh, I personally think that uh, very often that this is the most exciting part of Premier right. Brazil because and we always have a lot of documentaries because you have very very brilliant people in in Brazil working with the documentary filmmaking as you said they had the best teacher. Can you talk about one film that really struck a chord with you, uh, or not even Cinema Nova, but maybe a, a Brazilian I, film in general? Well I, I, I did meet, uh, meet them first uh, 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 Baron uh, oh, Baron Lives. Baron Lives. Uh, yeah. the, 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 oh my God, yeah. I really, really loved, uh, and that was my first um, Brazilian. I think it was my first Brazilian film ever seen. In I saw general. it in Denmark in, oh, an, in an art theater when I was like maybe 
late teens or something like that and I thought what a strange movie but it wouldn't leave me (laughs) and I I really felt that I knew those people were so completely different from my environment and from where I lived and from everybody anybody I thought I would ever meet in my life but I got very interested in it and then I would look for it uh, and then uh, I would see the Glauber Rocha films which also uh, more DeSantos films but also Glauber Rocha which I got very excited by um, I, I I just um, felt that they were working with film in a completely different way uh, and that they were accepting, which I always suspected that film was an art form too, <laughs> and that they made everything no, that exactly yeah. uh, that they made everything that they thought about and that um, they cared about, such as politics and the people of their country. Uh, they made that into an art piece. Uh, that could really be understood and appreciated on so many levels. And um, that inspired me to, you know, get into being a film curator, I think. So it has indeed uh, meant a lot to me. Okay. Um, Jutta Janssen, thank you so much for talking to me. I know you're busy and you have to go back and curate more films and watch more films. Well, I'm even busy with the uh, Brazilian delegation. They're still here and it's delightful to meet them all. I hope so. I hope (laughs) they are. I hope they they should be thankful for the support. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.